I realized that I need to start going out more. That's the one thing that like post COVID I still haven't adapted back to. Yeah. But I think that's the only way I'm gonna meet. Like I mean, I hope things but if it doesn't. I'm gonna have to meet somebody one day. So Yeah, am I going out? Like I was going out heavy last summer just because the bitch was going through some shit right <laughs> for the first time and then i kind of stopped was just working any other time i went out going to a bar after work or something for a couple drinks it wasn't like oh we outside tonight bar hopping and we gonna fuck up the night clubbing and yeah i just i want to find a, a chill spot to go not that we're like i'm there like five six nights a week but like like maybe I go chill on like a Tuesday night because I ain't got to go to work Wednesday. So, something grown, mm-hmm. but not grown and sexy. I heard they. Be, I think they be doing shit at the camp on Tuesday nights. Yeah, I have seen them do some stuff. I'm waiting for it to cool. Like today was actually a nice day outside. I know. I said I tweeted earlier. I'm like, it feel like it smell like fall out here. <laughs> like it did. Even when I was inside the house and I was just looking outside, I was just like today's not a bad day it's giving fall is on the way like i don't know what it was about the air but i was just like some feel different <laughs> but it could just because it's storm this morning it, it felt ago. good outside so i was like okay i can get down with this yeah so that's why I like when i went to the park i was just chilling <laughs> it felt good i just had my glasses on just chilling people watching i brought out the Welcome back to the soundboard. This one is perfect. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> FBI, open up! Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> I ain't fucking with that. Shut doctor, the fuck up. I ain't asked you to fuck with it, bitch. <laughs> yes, sir. My motherfucking response. Not your... <laughs> It's an evil world we live in. <laughs> Man, what? It's <laughs> not something they made. This is some professional, like, and this, this is in different areas. What the? This, this ain't no homemade shit. I don't give a fuck who you is. Fuck you. I don't fuck with you anyways like that. Fuck oh. you, me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that one gets me every time. I said, I ain't doing nothing. What did you say, nigga? I'm when I come over here. Niggas give me heebie-jeebies. Hey. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I am back. What did you do, baby? You a fucking witch. No, I'm, I'm not a witch. <laughs> you a fucking witch. Hey. Holy shit, what's going on? I don't Look at her. Guess what she is. She a witch? A witch. You, you wicked bitch. bitch. Witch. Oh my god. Witch ass hey, bitch. Don't, don't believe it. I heard somebody was a witch. Hey. What's going hey. on? Hey. Burner. Hey. Burner. Crazy. Which one of you, you bitches, bitches is, is a witch? This one. 
Bitch. Witch. A witch. My, My auntie, auntie was, was a witch. witch. Oh, my shatter. <laughs> I forgot about that. Shatter bam secret of all. Blame my Police! Police! So fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> Show us a tutorial, this thing. You know what the fuck you do. Living this kind of single <laughs> You in the hood now, baby. <laughs> oh shit. I know that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> you nasty, nasty nigga. <laughs> I just had it. <laughs> Nasty, nasty nigga. <laughs> the memories. That shit is nostalgia. If y'all been rocking with us since we had the soundboard heavy, that was a look. That was a glorious time. That time we were in here. Wow. <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> it's been so many iterations of this whole podcast. And there was a whole thing I don't stay in the projects anymore. I'm not a project baby anymore. I'm a suburb kid. I'm a suburban. <laughs> <laughs> These white men are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> These are facts. Hey, Queen. Girl, you have done it again. What is that for? Uh, Arthur. Them niggas was racist. <laughs> Them knitters are racist. I can't breathe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm suffocating. <laughs> Move this off of me. <laughs> we? How <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take that one back? Ridiculous. Show us a tutorial, DC. Bougie Hotep Queens. Are you going to help me come dig up these ancestors? I still don't know what that means. <laughs> out of pocket for that shit. <laughs> Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I wish I had went to the Snoop and Wiz concert last Same. night. That shit was absolutely fogged the fuck out. I can't remember who it was. They were like, they went, they were like, if y'all were there last night, there's no way you didn't have a contact. <laughs> I think that's to be expected at a Snoop and Wiz function. Bro. And then they, I forgot DJ Drama was the DJ. I should have went. And Too Short was there. Yeah. Huntsville's getting big and cool now. It really is. I went and sat on the uh, rooftop of Prohibition the other night. And I was like... It's actually a view <laughs> out this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> what? We used to seeing grass and cows and interstates and right. shit. We got big buildings now. It's lights and <laughs> <laughs> niggas walk. Establishments. <laughs> All we used to have was voodoo. No. <laughs> Literally. It was downtown. 
Or 47. Or uh, Amendment 21, RIP, RIP. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, downtown. But for nigga-friendly sites, <laughs> it was just Voodoo, Humphreys, and Amendment 21. And Amendment 21 was real segregated because that top level used to be bumping. And that bottom level was quite different. Yeah. Very much. Very much. In the motherfucking suburbs with it. Rock, bing, bow, bow. <laughs> hey, yo, Terry. Fuck going on? <laughs> <laughs> Double cheeked up on a <laughs> Thursday afternoon. How I asked, the sun is still out, my nigga. And it, uh, it was just. I'm so bad he died because he was gonna be the funniest nigga of all time. He would have kept the internet. Kiki, we turned 35 this year. Ugh. <laughs> I'm embracing it. I guess I ain't got no other choice. <laughs> I got to get in shape before shape be far out of my reach. <laughs> I used to be in good shape a couple years ago. <laughs> then COVID came and ruined everything. Man, it's so many ways that COVID has ruined our lives. Ways that we haven't even thought about yet. But damn, all these bought Win Dixie? What? That's crazy. Wait, where is Win Dixie still existing? Uh, I think in Florida and some parts of Georgia. I know for sure Florida. <clears throat> well, I miss Win Dixie here. I ain't seen a Win Dixie in a minute. Them Win Dixie sodas <laughs> hit different, bro. The name Win Dixie is so fucking southern; it don't make no sense. Right. Piggly Wiggly takes the cake, though. Hey, that pig! The pig <laughs> is that thing. So I need to do a Piggly Wiggly photo shoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they Piggly Wiggly be selling merch online and shit. What? I'll rock a Piggly Wiggly shirt. Yeah. Hey, that pig is iconic. If they got hats, I'm definitely in there. Let's see if they got. <laughs> I'm a hat bitch. Piggly Wiggly got merch. <laughs> As I sit here in a hat right now. I feel like 75% of our recordings I have had on. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Yeah. I've been rocking my my bucket hat lately. I just feel like the swag of a bucket is just different. Even with my fat ass face. I'd be like. Buckets work on everybody. You can't go wrong. I had a mini photo shoot. This wasn't in the bucket. I was just like. I feel like buckets and truckers just fit everybody. I can't really do truckers. What? You're lying. I mean, some truckers, yeah. Maybe it's not your style aesthetically, but you could definitely pull off a trucker. (laughs) For sure. I was a mixture of a sad bitch and a bad bitch. (laughs) (laughs) At the crossroads. Right. Like I'm that nigga, but... I got feelings. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that looked like an album cover. I know. I was like, I'm that nigga. <laughs> I like the first two. That one, you look sh- surprised. 
So you're like the sad bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga been going through it, bro. Yeah, but um, we on the other side. Oh, they got oh they got hats. Let's see. Ooh. They got buckets. Oh hell yeah! Okay then. Not the pig in paradise. Pig dog. We got the classics. They got the truckers. The tie dyes. Of course, they got camo. Hey, a piggly wiggly camo hat has got to be the most southern thing you can Aww, do. Cooper just gave me a kiss. <laughs> He's so cute. A little pup pup. And they be getting my goddamn nerves. <laughs> Yeah, it's four in the morning. I want to go outside, dog. Like, bruh, it's four in the morning. I don't care. I gotta go outside. I think that's definitely one of the parts about a dog I'm not ready for. He didn't always do that. That nigga just one day like savings. He got thrown off and never got right back on schedule. <laughs> he got stuck in a loop. The Pico Wiggly tied off. Oh yeah, that's dope. They got sweatshirts too. No, now. Hey, pig, a piggly wiggly watermelon. Is that a piggly wiggly polo that I just saw? It's the fake pocket tee. I like that though. I do too. Why does it look like it had a collar though? They might have collar shirts. So let's see. I was gonna say, is it giving dickies? Is it a button up? I want a pocket tee. I want somebody to bring dickies back. Hey, I mean, man. I know they bad because they still in Walmart. I got a Dickies Eisenhower. Them motherfuckers is the best fucking coats and jackets you can get. A full Dickies fit? I just feel like go hard. That and Carhartt. You can't go wrong. Carhartt in the winter? Clutch. I wish I was a little bit smaller so I could wear uh, Carhartt bibs. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Them coveralls. I need to get me some. Every time I try to get some from Walmart, they didn't have my size. They only had like a bunch of two X's, and I was like, "I'm gonna two bag. I'm gonna have to put on two pullovers." <laughs> Not the the Andy Warhol. Oh. <laughs> hey, y'all gotta check out this Piggly Weekly merch. How much is it? Oh, it's very affordable. Oh, yeah. $15? Shit. I might find out Piggly Wiggly for to be my whole new wardrobe. I might have to spend a little bag in the pit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the sweatshirt. Oh, oh, yeah. The tie-dye Piggly Wiggly sweatshirt for $40? The hoodie? Oh! Hey, I don't care what it is. I love a $40 hoodie. A $17 pink Ooh! crew neck. Hey, that black and white. Hey, that's the one. That's the one right there. Let me see the blue. I like that blue too. I like the blue. <laughs> okay, then, pig. Hey, man, we might need to rip off the Piggly Wiggly pig, the suburban pig. <laughs> <laughs> 
What else they got? Accessories. Let's see. Accessories. Not the baggies. bags. The socks. I dig the pig. Okay. Aprons. Mugs. Lights. Golf. Umbrella? Salt and pepper shakers. Now that umbrella kind of hard. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, that is dope. Imagine popping that shit out. Like, is that a... <laughs> and the ears pop up. Yeah, that would. Hey, I ain't gonna front. This some old people shit. That shit fly though. A salt and pepper shaker and a pig. That's a that's a, a kitschy collectible. Yes. I like the perfect blend between like tacky and like out there mm-hmm. like if you can find the medium like well you just have like a hint of tech <laughs> a hint of tech might be the name <laughs> of this podcast that's what makes it aesthetic but when everything's tacky it's just like yeah, yeah, you, you just, just you tech you just don't know what you're doing out here right you don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> So, let's dig into some topics, I guess. Have you seen the Michael Orr thing? We got to talk about that and Kiki and Mr. Trump and these Ricos. And Tory Lanez. What's new with Tory Lanez? You got a sentence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't ha- talk about that? Mm-mm. Oh. We took last week off for emotional reasons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on in life. <laughs> I mean, we were. I mean, our position's been made on the Tory things. It's just these niggas is dragging and acting like he's some kind of political prisoner. This nigga is not Nelson Mandela, nigga. He shot say, a black woman. What was he doing for the community that y'all fighting for this nigga so hard for? Bro. Be for real. He wasn't even making good enough music. Them niggas was on my heads when I said that too, acting like I was uh, pandering. No, bro. As a music head, Nothing he could have done could make me forgive him for shooting Meg. I can name one Tory Lane song. That one that was the uh Probably that one, yeah. Say it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then he didn't even do nothing. That was a brownstone track. It wasn't even all of that. Like it, he just <laughs> remixed a classic R and B song from the nineties. It's the easiest thing to fucking do. Man, we fuck. can't even we can't even defend this nigga off the strength of talent. But what we do need to touch on is Iggy Azalea being the worst kind of white woman. I think we knew this though. It's just been solidified on paper, Bruh That's some nasty business, bro. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know that shit was gonna be public. No, it's no way she could have known. One topic that we're not going to talk about, but I told him off air, I'm going to record an episode with my brother. We're going to talk about hip-hop and hip-hop's 50th anniversary, and we're going to nerd out and do brotherly shit. Yeah, I'm not cool enough for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It is. 
So he said, I ain't got nothing but time. <laughs> we were going to do it today until you said, let's record tonight. I was like, all right, that works better. Yeah, tomorrow I have a um, a trial to do at four and then already committed to helping my. She's going to move. <laughs> He's going to move. Or I was going to move to the Dempsey. The Dempsey. Um, but yeah. A lot of things going on as usual. We won't get to everything because we don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. What you want to start with, homie? Um, let's start with Kiki. Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> Kiki and Usher came out with a song <laughs> and had niggas so in they feels. What is it called? Boyfriend? Girlfriend? Is it? I can't remember. Let me get it together before I get on here lying. Kiki, a big boss. No, it's called boyfriend. Okay. So they put the little <laughs> teaser out, and niggas was in they feels. Usher, dirty ass nigga, bro. Like, let's all just calm down as if artists don't collaborate. <laughs> Right. They're just uh, capitalizing off of this drama that happened around her uh, going to his concert. Um, and she looked fine as fuck in that video, too. She she always looked fine as fuck. Like, ever since Leotis was born, Kiki is out here in her glow up again. And that's that's part of why niggas don't like that shit. They be thinking you, she have a baby. She's supposed to humble herself and hide and sit right, down and, and be in the kitchen and shit. <laughs> Mama is outside. Yeah, so everybody, everybody's talking about this song and like, oh, this is so weird. She's doing this to her baby daddy, and I seen one person be like, or I think it's the one that you retweeted. <laughs> Cause we still calling that shit Twitter. Fuck Elon yeah. Musk. Fuck Elon's bitch ass. Uh, but when the girl was just like, if men were doing this, women would be all I'm saying, and mama just proof that women get mad at men for doing the same shit that they do. And I was like, first of all, niggas do do this shit, right? <laughs> so what do you mean? Like you don't have to make a hypothetical. This shit happens every, every day, day <laughs> G, like calm down <laughs> this is nothing new for niggas <laughs> niggas have been extra since the beginning of niggas and i'm just like bro like it's not like they out here announcing that they together now they i'm just, sure it's in a full relationship too and kiki probably is too she just ain't saying shit about it because this nigga done embarrassed her in public yeah um yeah they just collaborating on a song because of the fucking recent events which as far as we know they could have been had this collaboration in the works that might be why she was acting the way she was acting at his concert right they were already working together right but niggas niggas don't ever think about shit the lady uh that we were talking about her name is amari and i always see her on some uh pick me ass shit so she said, if a black man did what Kiki Palmer is doing, black women would be calling her all types of lame and corny. This is just another example of black women praising women for doing things they say they hate that men do. First of all, 
That is ridiculous. That's a hot take. Right. That is a hell of a hot take. I was like, <laughs> I fell out. Dude tried to shame the mother of his children. His light skin feelings will be all right. <laughs> and will. Like, bro, you out here trying to make her like you are a mother. It's not how it's what she's wearing. And it just goes back to what we were saying the first time. Like, why did you do this in public? This should have, if you felt a way, this should have been handled between y'all behind mm-hmm. closed doors. <laughs> we should have never known about it. But now you didn't made an ass of yourself. So now you really looking stupid. Just, like, just imagine if you had just shut the fuck up. We wouldn't even be thinking nothing about this song coming out with Usher. Right. You would still be having sex with Kiki Palmer. Look, I don't know (laughs) a lot of things, but I feel like having sex with Kiki Palmer is not the worst thing (laughs) in the world. Can't be. It can't be the worst thing. Can't be. Can't be. After the weeks we had, having (laughs) sex with Kiki Palmer (laughs) is definitely not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, like. But insulting yourself out of having sex with Kiki Palmer has to be a different level of L. That's some nasty business. That's nasty business. (laughs) Like, I had uh, posted when I saw the little teaser, I was like, I'm glad I'm not Leotis's father. (laughs) And I know he over there looking sick. Sick as <laughs> fumbling a baddie is bad Ooh. enough, but fumbling the baddie that's out here gotta have you in your goddamn feels. And not only is she out here, but she's like literally blowing. Like she's in a whole new era of Kikiism. Like yeah. she is on a whole. She's rebranding. Like. She grow sexy. Everything about Kiki is being rebranded except for her personality. But like the fashions, the hair, the glam has all been top tier lately. And I've seen people be like, she's corny or whatever. I I mean, corny is an eye of the beholder. She has always been extra though. She's silly. She's goofy, but I wouldn't say corny. No. Because what she be talking about be some real shit. Like kiki kiki has always been like for one empowering for women but she she always talks about just like real life shit real life emotions she's always encouraging for people nothing about that is corny no and then she's also always lived in her truth especially like sexually like sexuality wise and right just not uh confirming to uh, i mean not just living within the boundaries that society has set up right. sexually. So I'm not going to be mad at a woman making her coin and looking good while doing it. These lame ass niggas though. The baby daddies. Bruh. I'm glad I can't be lumped in with them bitch ass niggas. <laughs> Being a baby daddy seems like the worst thing in the world to me. Not judging people that I mean I know some it's good people or whatever, but like the the annoying baby daddy trope sounds like some sad nigga shit, especially in public. Like, ooh, right? You want to be doing all this in public? You want to be annoying in public, nigga? <laughs> Niggas are just the worst. Have some, grow up. 
have some <laughs> goddamn respect for yourself, son. Have some couth. Right. You uncouth bastards. <laughs> couth is one of my favorite uh, words. Couth is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is like it always feels like an old timey, old southern read. It is. Have some couth about yourself, son. Couth. You uncouth motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, niggas have been showing their ass on that shit all like all week. And I'm just like, bro, like I hate when people try to weaponize these takes to make it to be like men versus women. Mm. And mm. then if you're a man and you're just like, nah, I think y'all niggas on some bullshit, they be trying to act like you fucking trying to get bitches off the shit. I'm just like, no. no. Y'all niggas really on some bullshit. Right. <laughs> like did you know you could disagree with another with a random ass nigga and not be a bitch nigga yeah who would have thought not us (laughs) (laughs) not me um yeah i just think everybody needs to calm the fuck down kiki is heavy on making music again Um, yeah and she's been on that the last couple months She's been performing, doing other things. Yeah, and we don't know. We don't know who she got in the mix. <sighs> but yeah, so we had that shit going on, and the discourse from that, which I have largely ignored because I'm tired of these stupid ass fucking arguments. Same. Everybody want to argue about every little thing, and it's just like, bro, it's real. We got shit to get going- back to the point where we're not putting all of our opinions on the line all the time. Also, it's real shit going on out here. Like, Donald Trump has been indicted on 90 plus charges, which is insane because he deserved every one of those fucking charges. And you don't ever hear like Republicans and conservatives saying that he doesn't deserve them. They're like, this is just a witch hunt. What did he do to crime? Right. Is it a witch hunt if you did it? So if it's a witch hunt, then he a witch. <laughs> you a fucking witch. <laughs> I just want to see that nigga behind bars. Bro, the idea that Donald Trump is facing the Rico in Georgia at the same time Young Thug is facing the Rico is some shit that if you had told me 10 years ago, would be like, did you know that two, that Donald Trump and <laughs> Young Thug would be possibly in the same prison for organized <laughs> crime i'm like get the fuck out of here that's all that nigga been doing the whole time he was in and that that's what like really gets me is like y'all not really like reading through this bullshit y'all not reading between the lines it's like not only has him be, has he been indicted on all of these charges but do you know that this ultimately means that he was being a criminal while he was in office and trying to overthrow elections. He called the secretary of state in Georgia and told him to try to find votes. Right. And then intimidated poll workers and all of these other things that we knew he did. And the other arguments you've seen people do like, well, why do you wait so long? As somebody who works adjacent to the criminal justice system, cases take forever to come up. 
what especially is going to happen if is if you're going after the former president of the United States, you're going to make sure all your ducks are in a row. I, all the I's are dotted. All the T's are crossed because you are doing something historic that has never been done before. But it's because this bastard has been out here thumbing his nose at the justice system for years and it's finally catching up with him. And these dumb motherfuckers, well, they're peeking on the bully is finally getting what he deserves. And y'all broke ass niggas are talking about, well, he think of all the things he's done for America. Fuck him. Karma, bitch. Right. The law and order president might go to goddamn jail, which is the funniest shit ever. And they still still to this day want to talk shit about Obama. And then want to talk shit about Biden. Oh, yeah, they're going to do that. And they they are trying to make that Hunter Biden shit matter. And I don't give a fuck. If you want to throw him in jail, cool. I don't fuck it. I that has nothing to do with Biden. That has nothing. Then the other thing is all these people are deflecting, being like, well, what about Hunter Biden? He's not our president. (laughs) He didn't try to overthrow a goddamn election. And then try to overthrow the government after people went and overthrow the election. It's just like Pence. And he's not our president. He's not. <laughs> so. Hey, some, of these th- some of these things are not like the other. <laughs> and I don't know why you dumb motherfuckers haven't caught on to that. Like, it's getting to the point now where Republicans are finally getting a backbone a little bit. And being like. The election was not rigged and Donald Trump has tr- tried to break the law. Yeah. That's all you have to say. He didn't just try. That nigga was trying his hardest, which is wild. Like, take your L and just go <laughs> home, bro. Yeah. Like, <sighs> you're not the first president to lose a reelection. You weren't, the fact you were even able to become president. It's the most shocking thing that has ever happened in my life. I swear to God. Take your God. take your win, your historic win of being the most openly racist Nazi to ever be elected fucking president and just go live your goddamn life. You got money, bro. You get to have your picture in the White House, my nigga. Your, your, in history books, your name will be written forever. You lived on Pennsylvania Avenue. Right. <laughs> You're one of 45 men to have ever done that in the history of the world. In the history of histories. And that ain't good enough for you. So all this shit, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, me neither. But meanwhile, niggas is fighting about stupid shit when this nigga is literally running for president again and he may win. And y'all ain't talking about this shit. And you got stupid ass niggas talking about, well, he gave us uh, stimulus checks. You low bottom of the barrel ass fucking niggas. Bro, like, come on. Come on. I thought everybody getting money, too. How y'all qualify for stimulus checks? Y'all may want to tell us we broke. Telling on yourselves. <laughs> the logic is not logicking. <laughs> Which, I mean, we'll have tons of those discussions later. But, yeah, like, we were having an off-air podcast conversation, which is always lit. And we were talking about how 
we know niggas is broke, but if you look on social media, you would think all of these niggas are millionaires and billionaires. You would think. You would think. If you ain't thinking, you underdig. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that are not how they appear, Michael Orr. Oh, we. This shit is wow. I know that nigga, man. Bro. Okay, so we're all familiar with the blind side in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And it's the story, allegedly, of Michael Orr being adopted by a white, well to do family. When he's literally living in like poverty and homelessness and battling, uh, his family's battling drug addiction and things like that. Mm -hmm. It was made to be this kind of feel good story that white people can pat themselves on the fucking back. But even when that movie came out, all the real niggas I know were like, "Mm, I don't like, (laughs) I don't like this shit. That was also around the. T- it was a weird time in Hollywood. That was also around the time like like those movies like The Help, which I fucking hate. I hate The Blind Side too. I love The Help. I think I just like them black ladies getting their revenge. It's uh, it just <laughs> I don't I don't like that shit. I don't like that movie. It's just real like you don't show how violent domestic workers were oh no it, yeah but like people act like it's like i watched a movie that changed my life i watched it definitely help. grazed over a lot of the bullshit i watched the help and it just changed the way i saw things <laughs> like get the fuck out of my fucking face <sighs> that's what motherfuckers do with the blind side like see it shows you that race doesn't matter like i don't know how you watch that movie and arrived at that conclusion but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so Michael Orr is suing the uh, Tui family because, according to him, he found out they never legally adopted him. Instead, what happened was a conservatorship, which, due to like people like Britney Spears and her struggle the last couple of years to end her conservatorship, We've learned a lot about how manipulative and disgusting those situations can be. But the more and more we find out about this shit, this shit is nasty. I want to know how. How does conservatorship even work? Like, like, I know how it works, but like. How did that how did they get that over his head? What I'm going back and forth with is did they do it originally with good intentions? Like was it like maybe we don't legally adopt him but he's it's legally he's part of our family in some kind of way and we have I I want to be giving him the benefit of the doubt with it. But the ways and the things I've learned about it, I'm kind of like, was this the goal, the whole point? Everything about it, 
honestly just feels so evil because it's like you didn't adopt him. So he's not legally a part of your family, but you but you brought him in and made him feel like he was your family when legally he wasn't. He wasn't. But legally you were able to profit off of him. Literally everybody in his family. Everybody in that family. The little boy in the movie, he works for I think University of Central Florida mm-hmm. in the NIL part of it. Uh the girl, uh she's an influencer now. Of course. The parents are uh uh motivational speakers and you know how that should be going mm-hmm. they go to churches and all this shit and they get millions of dollars they've opened tons of businesses with the money from the blind side and all of that and his story and he wasn't getting a cut of any of that yeah like so they were just taking his money and giving him this plush life quote unquote but they were making all of the money off keep, of it. Just keeping the monetary part for it themselves. And it reminded me of this other historic thing of where white people would take in black people and then profit off their work and not give them proper cuts. And they would tell them, you're like part of my family, even though you own the motherfucker. Giving real, you know. And then to do this like. Annabellum. <laughs> realness because <laughs> to also do this for a young person is also just like it's, it's like because for if you're doing it for somebody older it's like okay like you know they probably do need they can't act on their best interests right they need care physically and mentally and whatever whatever but like y'all did this with somebody young somebody able-bodied i I mean understandably you put him in a better situation to be able to accomplish his goals or dreams or whatever but like who's to say though that he still wouldn't have been able to do that without y'all taking advantage of him and using him as a cash cow and that's the part of it that i guess i never really thought about so according to the lore behind the blind side and stuff it was just this big kid that they told him how to play football and he turned out to be really good Michael Orr was an All-American before he moved in with the Tuies. See? You see what I'm saying? Like He was already being scouted already on D1. The path. Yeah. He got... And then they... We, we got to wait a little bit to talk about one part of it. But um, So he was already on the path to success against all odds. He would have been successful regardless because of his background and he was still succeeding. He got into the Christian school, the Christian Academy that they were in because he was a gifted student Mm -hmm. and he was also a really good athlete. The other part of it is he was a two sport athlete. He played basketball also. Yeah. So like he's just an all around athletic nigga. Anyway, 
also like the people that understand offensive linemen if they are that gifted and they are two sport athletes at that size that nigga was going to be that nigga regardless and this and this is where we get to the really nasty part of all of this that movie might be the most racist movie of all time mm. speak on it I'm holding mic for this one <laughs> take the mic off the pew <laughs> this nigga spit um <laughs> so anybody that's seen that movie knows that you know they make old Mike appear not the smartest of all people. There's a word we used to use back in the day for <laughs> it's no longer politically correct, but but people still use it in bad taste. Hard R. <laughs> and when this movie came out, I was one of the bad taste niggas still using that word. Be like, oh, this big r-worded ass nigga same word y'all use for radio <laughs> radio was some nasty business also <laughs> hey what the fuck do these hollywood niggas be thinking the, the fact that these movies were greenlit and made plenty money and it's they're not even made in like all right let's have this discussion forrest gump is an intellectually limited person, but at no point is his, I mean, by other people in the movies, his humanity is shit on, but there's a level of dignity that's given to Forrest Gump that they don't give to these other people hmm. in these movies. I'm going to assume it's because they're black characters, but can you imagine being Michael Orr. They're like, we're going to make a movie about your life, Mike. And you're like, all right, that's cool. What's up? And you finally see that movie and they make you look like the dumbest nigga to ever walk earth. I mean, there are so many bad stereotypes about black men in the character of Michael Orr in that movie that is fucking disgusting. Yep. That is why I have seen that movie one time. Like nah, bro. They were trying to make him look like just <laughs> the quiet nigga that was athletic, which is what they try to. Basically, it's on some shut up and dribble type shit. Yes, like, that's that's how they try to portray a lot of black men. Like we aren't gonna talk about their intellect. We're just gonna focus on their athleticism because niggas, you know, <laughs> you know how niggas are because they because cause they 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 athletic from being out in them fields, right? But it's even more nefarious than that because they're not even giving him the credit for being athletically gifted. They're making it be like this big nigger don't know what to do with his big body. <laughs> Till he started living with these white people and they're like, look, nigga, right. get out here and you learn how they had that little boy teaching him plays. Like it's giving groom. It's giving Lenny from my Smith. Yeah. Somebody said the blonde side is 
like uh, Harry and the Hendersons, except for in the end of the movie, they teach Bigfoot how to play football. And I cried laughing when I thought about that. They're like, yeah, let's just bring this big nigger from the forest home and we'll civilize him and we'll teach him that he's real good football. It's giving the Mandingo niggas from uh, Django Unchained. Yeah. (laughs) It's like these savages just need to be taken out of their fucking jungle and just be around some uh, good old white folk that have their best intentions at heart. And everything will be okay. To provide entertainment for them. The most, the worst part of the shit is, if you've seen uh, the lady that Sandra Book is playing, I hope that if a movie about my life is made, that they get somebody that's so much better looking than me (laughs) to play me. Like, that movie is a hit because Sandra Book looks fine as shit in that movie true 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 she was yeah she was definitely like poster child for southern milf yes yes every part of it it was like i get it (laughs) the milk was milking that's not even milk that's vanilla (laughs) milk go bad vanilla classic (laughs) (laughs) yeah but they all right so they make the lady sandra bullet playing look like a goddamn knockout while they got this big nigga looking like the dumbest nigga to ever i don't know how to play football (laughs) boy literally they broke it literally a sambo ass nigga exactly I, I i still remember this shit from the fucking trailer they had that scene where he says something to the effect of i've never had this and she said what a futon he's like no a bed they make it like this nigga never even knew what a bed was that, until yeah. he got around white people <laughs> They really, they really, they, really, really played on that white savior role. And it was so disgusting. This shit was like a hit movie. They play it like, like all the time on TV. And it's all this shit happened. White people were like, oh, I never thought about this would be a fish. <laughs> And the question at the top says, when did Oa realize he wasn't adopted by the Tui family? And it says, according to Oa's lawyer, J. Gerard Stranch, the fourth, uh, Oa became skeptical of his relationship with the Tui family only after the blind side came out when he saw how he was portrayed in the film. Specifically, Orr was depicted as having intellectual disabilities, which isn't the case in real life. In fact, Orr was academically gifted, which is how he managed to get into the Memphis private school where he would eventually meet the two children and their parents. And then I like, can't even imagine the level of pissed and fuckery that you had to experience. The other part of it is they both like both of the two went to Ole Miss and they're Ole Miss alone. And you remember in the Blindside movie, they have that one lady from the NCAA that's almost like 
So what's going on with this? You don't think that this family is preying upon you because they're they're Ole Miss donors and everything, and they're made to look like the bad guy in the movie? That bitch was right. (laughs) Everything she said in the movie was goddamn right. Yeah. And imagine you as Michael or even after you see how they portray you in the movie because I mean it's one thing to be like look we didn't make the movie ourselves. we can't control everything they said in the movie as a well-meaning person I'm sure he was like you know what alright I, I feel that I get it I know Hollywood be on some bullshit but to look back in hindsight about everything that's happened and all the ways you were gaslit and all these other things, I would burn down every house that them niggas have. But even still, like to really think about it, like whenever you're doing, uh, would you call this a biopic? Not really. Kind of. It's a biopic, I guess. Whenever you're doing a biopic, like, so long as the person is still alive, aren't they supposed to be a part of the 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 producing of the film and and like directing and like you know what I'm saying they might not necessarily be getting paid for that, but isn't there supposed to be like, guidance? They're from? supposed to be a consultant and things, but that's where the conservatorship comes into play. Michael wouldn't have had any say so. The Tuies would have had final say so. so they let that bullshit slide that shit's crazy the more and more i just start thinking about shit the crazier it is and it's like nah bro that's some sinister shit because in my head i'm like i would have seen this while they were making the movie and said something but now i'm like he probably had that opportunity he definitely didn't have that opportunity no no black man would have let a movie come out about him like that and then plus the other thing about michael Orr is that nigga be having a shape up and a shape up of his beard and that shows a level of real nigga that goes a long way to people like me right because if i was if i was witnessing anything that was happening or the person that they got to play me and seeing that they ain't had they shit together like nah bro i'm like y'all gonna get a nigga haircut or <laughs> <laughs> why he look like that like what i would never say that (laughs) (laughs) who is this i just feel bad also for the nigga that played him because now like you look like bro you look like some step and fetch it ass nigga yeah Uh uh-uh and that's your big break playing a goddamn hard on <laughs> who this fuck <laughs> <laughs> like what I would have been pissed the only worst depiction of a movie that I've ever thought of with, that goes along with this like Sambo ass shit is the green mile but that also fits into another racist trope of the magical negro yeah. which has a long history of things but Michael Clark Duncan was a nasty nigga for that shit. So when they get sued, <laughs> are they going to have to go to jail? 
it's it's a civil matter, so no, they would just have to pay. They need to go to jail. So also <laughs> then, like, are they just gonna pull the movie from all streaming and any of that? Is it gonna be demonetized? Is it? I don't think so. No. So then, it already would, lives. Would in the, the money just then now be directed to? I think he's going after the family, not so much the the company the movie. That's also why I saw a couple people say that Sandra Bullock should lose her Oscar, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think that's fair. That. Because, I mean, she might not have known. Like, Also, when you're making a movie and stuff, it's not like you see the final product. You just do your role and your parts of it. I'm sure she's not being like, well, was he in a... Like, yeah. when, when somebody presents you as somebody as being intellectually ill-equipped we'll say you're not gonna be like i mean was he really that stupid yeah and then too it's just like if michael himself didn't know how did y'all expect for sandra to know right it's the only people that follow this are the director the writer and them goddamn twoies everybody else is a victim in this circumstance michael Orr being the biggest victim of course and then Michael Orr had like a wonderful pro career. He won the Super Bowl. And <laughs> this is not funny. But like I could I could only imagine how frustrating it was. He said like like when he would get to a new team, some of his teammates and like coaches would think he can't like learn a playbook and shit. That's frustrating as fuck having to as a black person especially as a black man having to defend your uh intellect in just normal circumstances i've had to defend my intellect where people are just like oh you're smart yeah yeah i bet you didn't think that because i'm (laughs) yeah nigga i'm a big black nigga and i know shit (laughs) god forbid that they made me I'm a fucking unicorn, apparently, according Ooh. to goddamn racist. <laughs> I should be going ooga booga. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoonishly racist things are funny in a sick kind of way. But it's like just nasty. Like as as a big black man who is dark skinned, there are certain things I do to make sure that I do not look like a goddamn Sambo. Mm. Like, I didn't like the movie The Longest Yard because they made that big nigga a complete idiot. The uh, the big dark-skinned dude, the one that was like, they broke in my nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like baby Michael. Like, mm. Have some goddamn respect. We got to start, listen, listen, listen. We got to start being woke. Woker. When we taking these roles. And I get the money and the opportunities and the art that you make Mm -hmm. and the art that you allow to be made about yourself. And the idea that Michael Orr was not able to have say so in that makes this whole thing even sicker yeah it's like y'all wanted to continue to 
perpetuate the stereotype and make sure that nothing was going to get in the way of that. This, I didn't think about this. This is how this comes back to your beloved Auburn also. Oh, God. Michael Orr is high school coach. And eventually his coach at Ole Miss is now the coach of Auburn. Oh, I didn't know that. Hugh Freeze. I haven't been keeping up. And Hugh Freeze capitalized off Michael Orr. And eventually he did some sick shit. And somehow is still able to get a job in the SEC again, which never should have happened. But white men gonna white. That's why when all the like Me Too stuff start getting out there, for one, I think people forgot how the Me Too movement started. And it really started with just uh, victims of sexual assault. Um, saying that they were victims. And like on the timelines, you were seeing people you love, women you love, you respect, saying that it happened to them too, no matter what race, uh, gen, uh, race, age, race, whatever. And people made it to be about like the Hollywood type shit. Like, oh, these men could just, their lives could be just thrown away based on an allegation. White men never have to face their consequence, the consequences of their actions. Yeah. You have some outliers like Harvey Weinstein, who is just like one of the most evil people in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, even being canceled, quote unquote, does not happen. It's not real. Because then, too, like you will also have. A multitude of people still on your side and backing you up and feeding you bullshit and y'all, you know, y'all help that little nigger boy. <laughs> so don't you shouldn't feel bad or more, more, more. like shut the. You fuck took up. that savage out of that uh place and you made him a. If it wasn't for y'all, he wouldn't be. White supremacy is gonna white supremacists. <laughs> Whew. That shit is deep, though. That's. I hope he sues the pants off of them motherfuckers. Yeah, like, cause that's. Cause that, not only did they like misrepresent him as a person, but they're in his face telling him they loved him like a son, and that he was family when he wasn't. I mean, obviously, he knew biologically. Right. But like thinking that you're that you have some place to belong because somebody is making you a part of their family legally and then realizing that it's not legal just they were preying on you. Tears all that down. It's like not only was I not legally considered your family, but I wasn't anything to y'all but fucking an a, opportunity. A beast of burden. It's, it's fucking sick. Bruh. Shit's crazy. Wild. Whew. What we got next? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
have you been seeing the TikTok uh people talking about like inflation and how they're living check to check and in poverty? And it was like one white lady who went viral because she was talking about like her son just graduated from college and can't afford these apartments and places to stay. And mm-hmm. how are people able to survive? I seen that one uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think I actually fucking reposted that shit, honestly. <laughs> you might have. That might have been how I saw it. But yeah, we, bruh. It is, it's real life shit going on. And now that white people are facing it and they can't just be like, well, people don't want to work no more. Yeah. They can't be like bootstraps, bootstraps, bootstraps. Right. Cause now they're, <laughs> now they're seeing their kids are falling behind and won't have the things that they had at a younger age. And people keep wanting to blame or talk shit about this generation you know going through so much depression because of social media and comparison blah blah blah. like yeah that is part of it but we are also fighting for our fucking lives out here financially like that it was one tiktok i just seen um i forgot who it was let me let me see um but basically he was saying like we have thousands of people being evicted every day. Yeah. And we are one of the richest countries to exist, but we can't help our people. <laughs> I went to Kroger yesterday and shopping. This shit is so fucking expensive, bro. It used to be you could go to a grocery store and it would be cheaper than eating out. I went to the grocery store. I got like, I didn't get the shit I wanted to get, but I got about $42 of stuff. I had four bags, which is fucking amazing to get $42 worth of stuff now and leave a multiple bags. But that's because I was raised broke and I know, <laughs> know certain how to things to do. That dollar. <laughs> But yeah, like I was told, like this is so stupid. I was like, I kind of want to eat Captain D's today. <laughs> I was like, Nah, I'm just gonna go to the grocery store and get some stuff. Forty two dollars later, I was like, I should have just went to fucking Captain D's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to prepare any meal or nothing or cook anything. I could have got food and went home and saved money. Yeah. Um. And you bastards will not talk down on Captain D's. That is good eating. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, true. Um, child, I haven't even attempted to get groceries lately. <laughs> I I eat my meals. <laughs> I take my meals day by day. Like, <laughs> there is nothing planned. It ain't nothing in the freezer. Like, I don't just have shit saved up like it's because of all the bullshit going on having to like like plan out your meals and shit and man fuck that these fucking finances is eating everybody alive the finances are not financing anymore but hey 
He's supposed to be able to cash app you $200 a day <laughs> just because you want your nails done. Just because, just to prove that he's the right one for you and shit. Right. Like, we are all out here just working to pay bills. Yeah. We don't, don't too many people have leisure money anymore. Bro, bro I've really been fighting the urge i might have to get a second job though yeah like i'm that's where i'm at right now like even with this job i just interviewed for i'm just like i don't know if i should let go of one and just take this one or keep both like and just go back to working fucking six days a week that's the bad thing i'm working six days a week. <laughs> shit's fucking like i can't work eight <laughs> And then also I decided to um I decided to finally join a makeup studio. Ooh. So that's another expense cuz sweet rent. Yeah. So I'm just like it's it's just hard. It's like trying to make financial decisions to set yourself up for better finances but like you still got to pay to play. Hey, capitalism is bullshit. And I know people be rolling their eyes when I be on my socialist tip. But God damn it, son. Yeah. Workers unite. I swear. we. I Listen, somebody has said it before, but we just need to all stop paying rent <laughs> for like six months. Because one month ain't going to fuck them up enough. Everybody has to be on the same page and in agreement, because they can't kick us all out we did that with the pandemic and ev- landlords everywhere were like this will never happen again <laughs> they all looked at each other like no fuck that yeah i mean that's why people i mean even now like you can see some of the effects of that because there's so many people that offer so many deals and specials for moving because yeah. they they have they are enticing people to come and pay rent for them because they know like if it ain't no incentives like people ain't gonna be coming for real um but this shit's getting ridiculous honestly like i love my apartment they ho expensive they <laughs> <laughs> ho is expensive for huntsville alabama and then student loans about to start back again oh they can kiss my ass on them again (laughs) i'm not doing i'm not doing that all right (laughs) y'all might have to write me from prison i don't know (laughs) by being in next to trump now I just, ooh, I just feel like. Can you imagine a podcast starting? This is a call from <laughs> Madison County Jail with an inmate by the name of Kim. Please accept the charges of. Um, <laughs> Every week. <laughs> like, honestly, those of us, them predatory loans, the pre- like, I just feel like it's one thing if you got student loans, but like, the interest the fact that i seen this one video of this dude who was talking about him and his wife putting money away and deciding to finally go ahead and like try to be debt free so they were 
budgeting to pay um pay their student loans but like triple the amount per month to pay it down as quickly as possible and so you know he did the math on that and tried to figure out like how fast they could get it all paid (laughs) off and he said that he realized that even by like that time stamp of when he was supposed to pay it off there was still like twelve thousand more dollars to pay because of the fucking interest Mm -hmm. and it's like how the fuck so we took this money out because we didn't have it now we got to give it back to you and some and we got lucky because we went to college at the time when when obama was elected we got fixed interest rates them niggas that went to school before us are really fucked. Some of them had interest rates of like 20%, 20 or 30%. But they told all of us since we were in fucking kindergarten, the only way you're going to make money in America is to go to fucking college, which was bullshit for one. Because if you have a, a overeducated population, who's going to do the trade jobs? Yeah. And, and the niggas like... How can you even make that kind of like generalized advice when you don't know what the, the economy is going to look like, how work life and workforces and things are going to change? Like we didn't have a clue 10, 15 years ago that people would be out here, social media influencing and getting paid to do that. Or, no one, No one knew that. Or that our freshman years of college that the great recession would start that would delay us having quote unquote real jobs. And then in our thirties, COVID would happen and the world was shut down. And unless you made the switch, then you got out at the end of COVID in a worse situation than going into COVID. Cause I remember before COVID the amount of money I was making and shit, I could save. And I could do my little bougie shit. Now it's just like <laughs> savings. Where? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe.